All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel Weather Calls. I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, the one, the only, Sister Mary Margaret, also known as Forest Mommy. How's it going? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm here tonight with you to absolve you of all your sins and to curse. I'm going to curse tonight. Tonight's You're curse. free cursing, right? <laughs> yeah, the FCC is not hiding in a bush. So if you want to say piss, shit, fuck, cunt, you can do that. <laughs> okay, good. I'll just, you know, confess. I'll confess it later. So we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> say your uh, 20 Hail Marys and your five Our, Our Fathers and all that stuff. So <laughs> well, now you have to say 20 Hail Fauci's. But... <laughs> Hail Fauci, you raspy voiced son of a bitch, you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the worst? He's the worst. Like I hate the like I don't hate people normally. Like I'm I'm a nut. I don't hate people, right? Yes. So like you have eternal love since, in your heart. <laughs> yeah. But like the ever since the beginning of all this stuff, like oh that guy. Like I do not trust him. I would not like he's he's going to hell no matter what. Like he's done. I don't trust any of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's, it was like sitting there trying to explain to people when he first showed up on the scene. I was like, wait, wasn't he the guy who killed a whole bunch of gay people in the 80s? I mean, what's going on there? You know, and then everyone was like, well, yeah. Still, so after a whole year. Yeah, I mean, what are we going on? 18 months, 19 months now? <laughs> 15 days to flatten the curve? <laughs> Yeah, I've lost. Yeah, I think uh, what's her name? Gucci Libertarian. It was like it's like 510 days or something today. Like, I yeah, don't she's get been it. keeping track. <laughs> I know. Bless her. She deserves an award or something. Like, bless. Yeah, her. I mean, like she she also lives in New York, so I mean that's kind of like the belly of the beast for all this garbage. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, luckily I'm in the suburbs in Colorado with rural areas close by. Like, if I had been in the city in an apartment, man. Oh. I would have lost it already. Like, I know everyone <laughs> thinks I have lost it, but I would have really lost it. So. <laughs> it would have been a, a little bit crazier than usual. Yeah. Yeah, this last year, man. I just I don't even know, man. Anyways, how are you tonight? Cheers. Yes, I'm cheers. Uh, so I have the uh... Dia de los Muertos things <laughs> and tequila. Nice. Yeah, so I have the uh, the LSU uh, tumbler filled with the uh, the old scotch and soda. So I am uh, imbibing this uh, Monday evening or Tuesday evening, I should say. Me too. Mm. My tooth hurts. So I'm like, I wasn't going to drink it all this week, but then my tooth started hurting and I was like, well, I might as well drink a little bit. So. Yep. Oh, and already our favorite uh, bird from the bird app, Masha. Yeah, she loves your outfit. So there you go. And Dobar uh, Vichar, Masha, have to, I have to always say good evening to her in Russian. So, <laughs> How do you say it in Russian? Oh, Dobre Vichar. I'm pretty sure I sound like a little child when I say it because I'm like not fluent yet. So <laughs> That's right. We don't, we're not all perfect. We don't know. Yep. We're just perfect. <laughs> yes, we all ride the struggle bus together. Mine's struggling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, Masha said I was close, so I, I guess that counts. So she's Russian. So. <laughs> yes, you have such a cute accent. I love you, Birdie. It's so cute. I like Russian. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's just the best. 
she's just the best. The best. But, yeah, one of the one of the better people on the uh, on the hell site. So, <laughs> if you guys aren't following uh, Rothbardian on uh, Twitter, you guys need to. She's great. Yeah, and like someone who can disagree and agree with people, and like still, that's my whole thing. Like you have to be able to disagree and agree with people, and be kind of like harsh with people sometimes. With Russians, of course, have down. Like sometimes you have to be kind of harsh with people, and it's that it's not necessarily <laughs> like an attack, but it's like it's like a therapist. I feel like. Like that's yeah. how you, that's how therapists should be. They should be like being harsh with people and being like, "You dumb shit! Why <laughs> did you do that? Like that's stupid!" You know. Yeah, I can only imagine for people who go to therapy, just walking in there and like the therapist is just going to get abuse verbally abusive with you, like right off the jump. <laughs> I think people need it. People need it nowadays. Maybe back in the day when it first came about, like people were being nice and like. Right. Nowadays, everyone's like just wants to be. That. They're like, I'm just the bad person in a Scorpio moon rising, so that's all I do. And it's like, <laughs> you have to like fix yourself and like do yeah. shit. So I'm trying not to say like too much. Every time someone should be counting how much I say like, because I say like way too much. Uh, it's kind of funny. You're so far away from the valley, yet you sound like a valley girl. I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's because I'm just like millennial age or something. I grew up with the internet. You know, <laughs> yeah, it gets really funny because I live down here in the south. I don't really sound like I'm from the south, so it kind of like catches people off guard. It was like, "You're from Louisiana? How come you don't talk Cajun?" You know, this is like, "I'm not Cajun." Sorry. Did you grow up down there? What's that? No, 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 no. Louisiana is just kind of where I ended up. Yeah, <clears throat> was born in Omaha, Nebraska, of all places. Lived out west in uh, Reno. Uh, down in Texas for a little bit, and just Louisiana is just kind of where I ended up, and it's like a black hole. I've tried to escape several times, and it just keeps pulling me back. Hey, if you you like it, you like it. <laughs> oh yeah, at some point we have to talk about your negli your negli negligent discharge. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, rip rip righty from two thousand and four. <laughs> I love it because you posted something on my vasectomy post about it. And then I finally heard your story and I was like, damn, dude, he really did do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was uh, not one of my better moments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny. That's uh, when I used to do stand up, I actually tried to work it in as a closer and uh, it, it always fell flat. But uh, every now and then people would come up afterwards like, you tell it like it actually happened. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that actually did happen. <laughs> It did happen. Those are the best com like comedy stories, though, when it really actually happened. So I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like uh, some of that where you can definitely tell that somebody is doing a bit that they just kind of came up with, and then uh, for the stories that are true, just make it so much better, you know. But you do have to punch them up a little bit. Oh yeah. No, I have a really good friend. He's he used to be in Denver. His name's Brent Gill. And he, I think he moved to L.A. to kind of yep. Well, it was before this whole everything fucking happened last year. <laughs> But he's yeah, trying, before you know, the like comic Colorado, off. you kind of top off at a certain point, and then you got to kind of go to the yeah. next step. So he moved to LA. But he had a story where he had a gun story, too, which was hilarious. And then he had a story where he had a black – he's white, and he had a black baby at one point. And it was, like, <laughs> the funniest. And it, you know it, like, hurt him. His head. Like, when it happened, the dude was hurt, and it was, like, awful, terrible. Yeah. But the way yeah. he told it on stage, oh, my God. It was, like, the funniest fucking thing ever. So, yeah, I could see some people are I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, that's like one of the classic jokes. You know, the the white guy goes to uh, visit his baby that's just been delivered, and they hold up like the blackest baby ever, and you're like, "What the?" 
and it really happens. It happens a lot, you know. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a nun. I'm very pure, so nothing like that would ever happen to me, of course. But yes, pure is the wind-driven Colorado snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some would even ask why Forest Mommy has a nun costume, but let's not ask that question. You're you're not prepared for the answer. <laughs> I don't know why. The forest mom just exists as she exists, doing what she wants when she wants. Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, did we ever uh, discuss what what's in your cup? Um. Oh, it's just tequila. Just tequila, like yeah, an entire yeti cup of tequila. Mortis, my yeti with the stickers on it. It's tequila. Uh, it's hornitos respezado tonight, and ah. there's a bunch of limes in there too. A bunch of limes. Limes. I tried drinking some. Okay, I'm trying to like be a grown up and get into like bourbon and whiskey. And I had some because yes. I have some people of less that bullet brand or however you say it. Yeah, bullet. Yeah, like, it's pretty good stuff. With my, with my tooth hurting, I was like, oh, whiskey supposedly helps that, but oh, I can't drink it. Like I literally like was trying to drink it earlier. I can't. I literally I went to the store because I was out of good tequila. I only had shit tequila. I went to the store to get better tequila, specifically yeah. because you can't drink the bourbon. Ah. Yeah, so maybe don't suggest you drink Laphroaig, because that's I, that's uh, Scottish whiskey, and it tastes like a campfire. <laughs> well, that sounds, that sounds appealing to me, actually, a campfire. Ah. I don't yeah, know. It's, as, it's, as they say, it's a little peaty, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's pretty intense on the flavor. <laughs> okay. I just need to try more. Everyone like, because if, if you drink whiskey, it's like the grown up drink, you know, like you're <laughs> grown up and sophisticated. Cool. Yeah, you know, I don't know about like, that. Give me tequila shots. Tequila <laughs> shots every time. Yeah, I've got a, a really expensive bottle of tequila that I got in Cozumel the last time I was there. It's like $180 US. <laughs> It's really, really good. Oh yeah, so that don't I can't do that because I would drink it all, and that would be like a waste of hundred meters. You know what's yeah, sad it, is I never even used to drink very much till twenty till this twenty twenty shit hit in, and then I was like, I would only <laughs> drink when I would go out dancing, which would be like, I don't know, once or twice a month. I was just, I would drink once or twice a month, and now I'm like, okay, this week I'm not drinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like actually a major thing. Like uh, alcohol consumption went up. So like the uh, restaurant orders and everything, they were going down. But uh, home delivery of alcohol was going way up. There was even like a new app invented. I think it was yeah. called like, yeah, I think it was called like Drizzler or something. And it was home delivery of alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and you can take uh, alcohol to go now too, which I'm like, don't get rid of that. That's kind of a good idea. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've had that here down here in Louisiana for a long well, that's time. True. So. That's true. You guys are like, you're allowed to just drink as you're walking up and down the street in New Orleans and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we can, we actually have drive-through daiquiri shops, and uh, did a little bit on that before. That's the uh, you have to have a closed container in the car. So the way they get around it is the little plastic top for the cup has a piece of tape over the straw hole, and that's considered a closed container. It's legit. It's legit. Yep. It's Recovered. Yeah, Louisiana was also the last state to have the 18-year-old uh, drinking limit too, before they uh, threatened uh, Louisiana with withholding highway funds. 
So they had to raise it to 21. But that was in the 80s, I think. Yeah. I know, because my, my partner, he's a lot older than me. And he, like, he was drinking at 18 and crap, you know? And then yeah. I'm like, you know, but I didn't drink when I was younger anyway. I didn't, I literally didn't start doing much until I was after 30. And now <laughs> after this last year, it's kind of just like, whatever. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Masha chiming in with another one. Her boyfriend worked for a wine store when he was out of his normal job during lockdowns. Their business boomed during the lockdowns. So, yeah, I can imagine. It's been a weird year, man. I picked up a lot of bad habits. I picked up, I mean, I always had good habits, and then this year was the year I picked up the bad habits. But I also don't care anymore, so. <laughs> I have reached that level of I give a fuck that one should always uh, ascribe to, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, sure, like, whatever. When you're a good person for so long or like you think you're doing what's right and then everyone's like, no, fuck you, you're a terrible person. Then I'm like, well, <laughs> you want me to be a terrible person, I will be a terrible person, which I would never <laughs> be a terrible, terrible person. I'll like, you know, drink myself to death or something like that, but I would never hurt other people, but this is the year to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been pretty rough. Like my uh, tolerance level for other human beings has like plummeted through the floor. Normally, I'm like a, I'm ex I'm extroverted to a fault. Like I will make you uncomfortable in a public setting because I'll just come up and talk to random strangers. But I mean, this past year, it's it's really put a strain on that because I can't even make a joke about the the comic off. People take it too damn seriously. And, you know, I'll even make jokes about, you know, the insurrection and people just like, well, I can't believe you would say that. And I was like, it's, it's, it's joke jokes we're, we're telling jokes here you are allowed to laugh it really made you like realize like i thought a lot of my friends were pretty cool and like um i don't know what the word is but like they didn't care what other people thought to some extent but like this last year i'm like holy shit these motherfuckers really care about like social acceptance and stuff and i'm like why were they friends with me this whole time because I'm like <laughs> i'm just weave and start like it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's yeah, like you can't even joke with people anymore. It's stupid. Yeah, that's, I, for for me, that's actually like one good thing that came out of this whole thing because it really exposed who the douchebags were. <laughs> it's like, oh man, you were so cool, and then this happened, and now yeah, you're you not. Find out this person's like a literal commie. Like I have a friend who like literally is like who I've hung who's starting their own business. Okay, but then they like text me about how they're a commie and stuff. Like literal commie, graduate from college, they studied it in college, and they're like, yeah, you know, it would work really good this one time if we did. And I'm like, how is oh. this, how is this possible? You were in my life, and like I didn't even know this, and like it's so <laughs> wild. So everything got turned up crazy, but it's that damn college for the millennial. Something happened in the last twenty years in college. I swear to God. I didn't oh, go. It was, it was happening way people. before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had to because it's like they're really like my sisters are a lot older than me and they like they didn't get taught that crap. But now like everyone my age, like they're all getting taught this stuff. And it's like, what the hell? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I guess there's a reason for it when you're, you know, yeah. take over the world and stuff. Yeah, it's uh that kind of stuff has been going on. So like since the '60s and '70s, the uh, the cultural Marxists started moving into the universities, and uh, you know those you know like women's studies and uh, you know alternative 
type of uh, classes were all kind of like elective, like you didn't really have to take it. It wasn't part of your grade. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, late 80s, 90s, and then early 2000s, like those became legit courses that you had to take. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And now we get, you know, like Evergreen uh, College, you know, where they had to uh, tell the, uh, the dean not to uh, gesticulate with his hands because they were racist. And then they started laughing when he put his hands down, you know. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like oh they're playing with you and you fell for it don't do it. It's so weird. Why are people like that? I've never been so like pushy on people. Like I've had people act because of the forest mommy. It kind of attracts some more like sub kind of people, and people want me to be like dominant. I can't even get like they're like I'll pay you to dommy. I couldn't even. I can't do it. I can't even be fake dominant. So I don't understand how these people are trying to do this way. Like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, the 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 thing with the whole sub dom thing is the sub is actually the one in charge. They are because they're, they're bossy. Yeah. They're like, I want you to do this, and I'm like, bitch, I just woke up. Like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I've noticed that we're like, especially if it's a, a male sub, they're like, they're the one always like pestering to like be dominant. It's like, oh, they are in charge still in a way because they're. Like, tell me this and you're like yeah then you have to tell them some like degraded shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't get it that's not my personal kink but you know whatever <laughs> it's, not it's really not like i couldn't even like like i've tried it here and there but it's like i i wish i could because i could clean up i have some friends who do it and they clean up and like oh, yeah. they make they like there are guys who will pay them to burn them with cigarettes I'm like, I could get paid to burn some of those cigarettes, but then also I'm like, no, I couldn't. That's me. It's like, no, it's going to burn. That's going to get infected. I can't do that to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean. How are things? Because you guys just got new mask mandates and stuff in Louisiana, right? Yes, our uh, illustrious uh, retard of a governor uh, came out and said, oh, the mask mandates are back on because we had a whole bunch of you know new cases. And I sat there and I, I actually like posted like the numbers of people who were infected. Uh, and, you know, they say Delta variant, but there's no test for it. Like you can't go and determine that you have the Delta variant or the regular. And uh, I was like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And uh, by the way, in, in the, the new mask mandate order, there's still a section for exemptions with the same language from the first one. So, Good. but I mean, when you're walking around out here, it's, it's, very few and far between people are actually wearing masks and that's even including indoors that they're, they're so over it down here. It's not even funny. So. so I feel like all the middle ground people have to be like, okay, dude, we, you know, like this has to stop at some point. I'm sure. I don't think Colorado's reinstated anything yet, but like, I yeah. mean, even this whole, even since the mandate was off, I would say in the grocery store, there would still be a handful of people doing it, which is fine. But like, yeah, I went to I went today because I had to go to the dentist, which, of course, I had to wear one going to the dentist. But um, I went back to the grocery store today to get some uh, some like Advil or whatever. And I was like, oh, God, I hope they have it. Don't. But they had a sign up. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have to wear, yeah. I've been wearing that <laughs> shit since it dropped because it's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's been dumb this whole time. It's like, um, guys, people are going to get sick regardless of what articles of clothing you're going to stick on your face. I mean, 
you're going to be at home with your loved ones and they're going to be breathing on you for hours at a time. Not if you go out in public and you're just going to pass somebody for a brief second, you know, that's, that's not how you catch stuff. But, well, they said most cases were caught at home at mm-hmm. hospitals or medical facilities and long ter- long care term facilities, which that's how it always is. Like that's how yep. it always is. Ugh, but you can't, you can't bring up facts and no. you can't bring yeah. up facts and data anymore. People yeah, common sell, sense like, right out the window. Well, this well, this study from uh, April 2020 to May 2020 it means something, or April to May. Yeah, April to May, that means something. And I'm like, we have a year's, over a year's worth of global data. Global. Literally, yeah. like, we have the whole world did this shit. Data. <laughs> and, like, you're going to bring up some one-month study from last year that was done in a medical facility? Like, it just... It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And I'm not even a smart person. And I had to sit there last year and like, (laughs) I'm a numbers person, but still like the the charts and the graphs are kind of hard, you know, but I had to like force myself to understand what was going on. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are people freaking out? Even in Colorado, like, I think only, it's only like 2000 more people died than usually die from flu in Colorado. It's not even, it wasn't even. Right. Yeah, it's sad. It's so, it's super sad. It was a bad flu, which has gone around, bad flus have gone around the world before. Like. Yeah. There's even uh, been bad colds. Why can't, why couldn't it have taken me? Why I'm still here <laughs> dealing with these people? <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. I love life. I love life. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, for the uh, the Rockefeller gophers out there that are listening, I am not suicidal. I have never contemplated suicide. I am not going to commit suicide. Yeah. So um, if anything happens to me, it was not me. Was yeah. Not me. <laughs> yes, uh, I did not Epstein my fe- myself at all. Please look into it. <laughs> I wouldn't give the. I wouldn't want to give them the pleasure. Like that's what. Like I've had times in my life where I felt down, but now I'm like I'm not killing myself because that'll just that's giving them. That's like giving in to these motherfuckers. Like, come on. I got to take this thing off the neck. It's bugging me. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so the last night on the on the bird on the bird app, I uh came across somebody and they were, you know, talking about revenge and I was like, "Well, the best way to get revenge with somebody is live a long and happy life." Because those people cannot stand it when you are happy. It's true. That's how it always has been. Like I was a fucking dweeb in high school. Nobody liked me. And I was still like. <laughs> and look at you now. <laughs> and they hated it. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get out of it if we keep. And I knew this. I knew when this happened last year. Because I knew. Because I've always been a very, I mean, personal responsibility person. And I'm like wait a minute, they're keeping me out of yoga, which has made me feel the best I've ever felt in my life. They're keeping me out of yoga, even though I'm walking in other people's sweat and breathing in other people's breath. And I never got sick from that. And now they're going to like, keep me out of that. Like I knew right away. And then, and then of course, after the 15 days, that's when the goalpost, once called, when Colorado did the mask mandate, I like, I lost it. I was like, <laughs> I got crazy on Twitter. That's what I, when I got real crazy on Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah. 
yeah, it was kind of the same way down here. I was like, I was like, okay, it's we're a hot state. The the cell itself that the virus is made up from is made from fat, and it dissipates within seconds after touching sunlight. So yeah, we're not we're not going to do this. And then all of a sudden, you know, mass mandates. We can't have you going out in public. I was like, yeah, tell that to the Baton Rouge traffic. Yeah, I don't think anyone got the memo. <laughs> I think I think part of it why they're circling back to say circling back. I hate that term, but to say that. I think Thank you, Jen Pasaki, for giving us that uh, that wonderful little phrase. She's so <laughs> gross, isn't she? So gross, like she could be a normal yeah. human, but she works for the gross. Like you're just gross by association, honey. Like sorry, but um, yes, that's that's one of the few gingers we will not claim. That's not that's not a true one, apparently. <laughs> no, but I think they're doing it because because of the facial recognition, I think they needed more work on the facial recognition with people with masks on. I think that's why they're doing it again. I know that sounds conspiracy. Oh, it, it does it. I, I, I even tried it with a mask on and it'll unlock my phone. <laughs> so yeah, they got it. <laughs> it's so funny too. Because, because this I little area is what it's scanning. Your eyes and kind of like this. Yeah, just your bone structure of your face. I on really different every day so that I'm always yeah. keeping on their toes. <laughs> the yeah, what, like, chola eyebrows. Yeah, stuff. what most people don't understand, like, on the front of this is a 3D scanner. So. <laughs> I keep mine covered. Well, I don't have it covered now, but, like, during my day-to-day, -day, I take a little sticker and put it over my front camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the laptop that I got. Yeah, the laptop I got at work, I kind of noticed there's a little switch up in the top where the uh, the webcam is at, and it it's a little door that just slides the uh, the camera off. That's how you have to <laughs> I was it like, up. yeah, but I mean, the manufacturer is aware that it could be used, so they gave you the option of closing the little plastic door on it. <laughs> it's so crazy too because like we're we're I don't I don't know how old you are. Are you a millennial? Some sort? No, I am the last of the Gen Xers. I am 42 years old. Okay, so I'm an old, I'm 38 almost. I'll be 38 soon enough. So, like, I feel like when, but when technology was coming along, you were probably like, yeah, man, this is awesome. Like, computers yeah, are awesome. Yeah, I, I was a, uh, yeah, I was a teenager when laptops actually started to get pretty good. And uh, we were doing some stuff with the, uh, with internet back then that, uh, you know, may or may not have uh, landed us in some prison time. Uh, we used to, when Wi-Fi routers first came out, we would use the Wi-Fi signal to map a room because the Wi-Fi signal will actually bounce off of the walls and we just wrote a computer program to read that. See, like, and now we're all like, fuck all yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, and that was just a bunch of teenagers just having some fun with their, uh, with their friend's Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> yeah so weird because i loved it i love technology man when facebook got opened up to people like me who didn't go to college i was like oh, awesome I'm like i'm gonna get on facebook this and now i like i'm <laughs> off of facebook i hate facebook and like now i, I only want to use my phone if anything like I, if I have to get on my computer i'm like oh but <laughs> you have to work yeah. Some people, yeah, you I, dele I deleted my facebook and my instagram account like a year ago so you deleted it yeah, deleted it. Took all my data off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm. I I deactivated my Facebook. I haven't been on there since March 2020. I I still have my Instagram, but people were being mean to me on Instagram for posting. Like, I just questioned a few things at one point, like about 
how they were classifying deaths and that was wrong and like and people would attack me a kid from high school who was a total nerd he was a total nerd let's get that right and i was friends with him and i was nice and i wasn't like super cool or anything but like i made i knew he was a nice kid and i was nice to him right and then now this year he tells me i don't i'm not smart enough to understand the data of what's going on blah 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 and i was like fuck you block that motherfucker and i paid him money for like a business he had one time too and i'm like he's such an idiot like, these people are crazy and he's of course wants to be a like a professor who's rich and now he's mad because he's in all this school debt and i'm like <laughs> sorry like <laughs> yeah sorry sorry you fell for the oldest scam in the book you know public yeah. school and universities <laughs> sorry i thought you were so smart blah, blah, blah. and then he's so and i'm like if you're so smart why do you have like two baby mamas and can't afford any of your kids okay like are you really that smart okay <laughs> don't come wow. at me wow <laughs> no judgment about that no no judgment about that but don't tell me i'm not smart when you got that going on oh oh no i can judge that because i ain't got two baby mamas and i have a job and everything so <laughs> yeah because you have what do you have I have uh, two kids the, that we adopted out of uh, foster care. I got a, a 12, almost 13 year old and a four, almost five year old. So. Nice. Yep. They're doing pretty good. So did you do foster to adopt? Like. Yeah. Yeah. We were in the, uh, the foster care system. That's right, folks. I was a foster dad at one point, but uh, you know, there's no better way to uh, save kids from the state than uh, getting involved in the, uh, in the process. And then, uh, you know, move to adopt, get them out of there. And, uh, there's a, uh, another podcaster, uh, Dave from the morning drive with Dave. He's got, God, I've lost count. He's got like six or seven kids that he's uh, adopted. Something like that. Yeah. He's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cause when people like, if you and your heart want to do that, like bless your heart, first of all, and in a good way, not a Southern, like fuck you way. But, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that so good that you clarified. <laughs> well, because I know when I say it out here in Colorado, like, I'm being for real. I'm like, oh, bless your heart. But I know in other places, it's kind of like a snarky thing. <laughs> no, that's good for you, man. I've, I've wanted to do that once I moved back to the forest property. I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to, like, foster kids and have them, like, work with horses and, like, do oh, work. Yeah. Oh, but we'll see if that even happens <laughs> we'll see if we make it through the next year before the gulags come i don't know <laughs> yeah i was uh i was kind of joking yesterday and i was like uh yeah so when you're uh you know your great 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 grandchildren are crawling over the ruins of western civilization with a mask on nobody remembers why they wear the mask it's just something that they do it's tradition <laughs> <laughs> and I had somebody DM me after that and there was like uh just like dude that's really fucking dark and I was like yeah yeah it sure is isn't it this whole it ha- everything that's happened this year has been dark to me like I feel yeah. like every everything like I have a friend who worked she was a city and county attorney and like I had to stop being friends with her because I'm like how are you you are someone who's involved and this is all going on and like right it's dark it is dark and then I'm like oh you know, knowing her over the last couple of years, I'm like, oh, she kind of is like a authoritarian and kind of oh, like. Oh yeah, there, there's know, always going to be some of them out there. Yeah, you see things, and I'm like, oh, okay, it makes sense that she was like that and is attracted to that and wants to like go up in that system, which I don't get, man. Although it would be kind of fun at this point to get in the government just to just to burn it down. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I guess I'll uh, quote Samuel Edward Conkin the Third here on say it's like yeah the uh, the prison guard that's going to take you from your cell uh, join the government in order to change it from the inside, uh, the guy that's going to inject the potassium chloride into your veins also join the government to change it from the inside, but you're still dead. Yeah, they had yeah. great they had great like intentions, right? But oh man, what a weird. Like it's, I knew the world was weird and I knew shit would probably go down in my lifetime, but like not <laughs> this, over this, this is, this is the dumbest thing for it to go down over. Yeah. Like the, uh, the comic book guy from the Simpsons worst pandemic ever. Yeah. It's, it's just terrible. It's like, it's like the, okay. The infectious death rate is like what 0.07% something like that. It's some, something astronomically low. It's like if if you catch it, you're gonna live. You'll be fine. It's gonna suck for a few days, but you'll you'll be through it. You'll be okay. And you stay home like you would have normally. You like, right. you know, you take precautions. That's what worries me. I'm like, how many of these people who are acting all holier than now? They didn't even know to wash their hands before, and now they're acting like they're better than me, and they didn't even know how to wash their hands. Like, come on. Yeah, my, my favorite is the uh, the ham planets with the uh, the diet cokes in their hands and the uh, the the two Big Macs. You know, it's like, yeah. why aren't you wearing your mask? I was like, why are you eating all of that junk? So my parents got it like in October, and they're old. They're in their seven, the early seventies, and my mother has not been healthy, and she it was hard on her, but like, yeah. it was a bad flu, and every year they get bad flus because they work around kids a lot, and they're like, you know, the yeah, you get kid juice, like, yeah. You get, you get stuff and then like yeah. but i know I, I mentioned this again this is like i always bring this up on twitter because i'm like this is my anecdotal story okay but my anecdotal evidence is evidence so don't don't shy evidence. away if they're gonna bring up one person who got long covid then i have a story for them my brother-in-law who's had autoimmune disorders all his life he had ulcerative colitis and he had liver his he never even drank and his liver died it was cirrhosis completely just from his autoimmune stuff. So right. he got a, a transplant, a live transplant from someone. It, it worked beautifully. He's healthier than he's ever been. Like mm. he's doing but he's on immunosuppressants for it. Yeah. You have to so you can't reject the, the new organ. Yeah. Exactly. But And he has the antibodies and he was never sick. He was never once had a fever or had cold or anything. And he has the COVID antibodies. So yeah. what the heck? What the heck, you know? And he was, but he was cool too. He was like, he never expected people to, to wear masks around him or anything. He didn't wear masks. Like he wasn't. Yeah. We're very free. It's so funny. My family was like, oh, my family's a little rebellious because I was the rebellious one, but my family's actually very <laughs> rebellious after this layer found out in a good way. But he yeah. didn't care. I'm like, okay, so what the, how is that? He should have died. Compare, everyone says he should die, you know, but he did it. He wasn't even sick. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's how it goes. You know, you never know if he caught it in his immune system, what was left of it, you know, fought it off, or if he's been exposed to a coronavirus before and the, the cross immunity kicked in. So, yeah. And it's just, you, we can't, like, that's, I don't get, like, people have been really weird about, health in their bodies lately it just doesn't make sense to me because everyone's gone backwards yeah i don't know it, yeah it's so weird it's so weird because i mean you're sitting there talking to somebody and it's like wait do you believe that if you catch this you're like 50 percent sure that you're going to die from it and I, i've i've had people say yes 
And I was like, that's that's not the number though. <laughs> they all think they're going to the hospital. They're like, oh, if you catch it, you're going to the hospital. And I'm like, have right. you ever gone to the hospital for a cold before or a flu before? No. So why no. do you think you're gonna go now? Like, yeah, it's, it's so bizarre. There was, uh, I remember right at the beginning of this, they uh, were asking people how many people in the United States had died already, and like people had guessed like nine percent. I was like, I was like, really? Like three million people are dead already? Gone. You know, gone. Yeah. I was like, you people are so dumb. You can't even read freaking numbers. Oh. I think people don't know numbers. That's like, that's what was so hard. So I was a bookkeeper for 10 years before I became a real estate agent, which is also numbers, but a little different. Yeah. So I'm like, I had to dive in this last year and learn, relearn how to like read these, you know, read this stuff. And then I'm like, what is, this doesn't make sense on a numbers wise. Like if all these people are like, well, this is the data and the science. And I'm like, well, are you actually reading it and like understanding it? Because if you were, you would be like, well, maybe not. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the, one of the best things that uh, Tom Woods did. He did that uh, COVID charts uh, quiz. And uh, I've I've watched people take it, and then you can see them get starting to get pissed when they can't exactly pin the mask mandate on the chart. And it was yeah. like, oh, well, it's like obviously it was right here because then the thing moved down. And I was like, no, you missed it by twenty days. <laughs> it's true though. Like, thank God. Also, I'm so thankful that I got off Facebook and got onto Twitter because there are like actual smart people on Twitter. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's a bold claim. Access to them or something, but yeah, the chart. The, that uh what were they calling themselves the guy people who made the charts too ian is part of it ian miller yeah uh, yeah tom whatever. woods was the yeah he was the big one that pushed it yeah like and i'm like oh my gosh okay i get it like that's what made me read these charts that and that there's a, the ethical the ethical skeptic like his charts were super hard to figure out and i'm like oh gosh <laughs> i have a lesson tonight to figure out what the hell he's talking about you know but, <laughs> But thank yeah. God for those kind of people. Like, yeah, probably one of the best. One of the best people on it was uh, Ivor Cummins from uh, Ireland. He's an engineer, yeah. but he had that scientific mind, and he's he's like torn everything apart. And it's like it's like, and I see like his feed, and people are arguing with him. And he was like, he goes, "No, I outlined that in this chart, in this chart, you know, and this is how this cell actually works. I I did a whole bunch of reading on this, you know. <laughs> it's like." He's like, he's an engineer. He's going to figure out how it works. He's who brought up um, the Hope Simpson stuff. Did you look at the Hope Simpson? Like yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who studied influenza for 50 years. Maybe that guy knows something. I don't know. But Just like, a little yeah, bit. And he, yeah. And they would, they like had those charts of like in each um, longitude, like how things, how the flu respiratory viruses hit different. And they were like, even back like last summer, they were like, it looks kind of just like you know, this guy's 50 years of studies on these kind of disease. It looks exactly yeah. the same. Maybe it's more, it's more, you know, it's worse because it's just more uh, communicable. I yeah. Infectious. Yeah. It was, infectious. But like, he's almost like, like it was engineered to be more infectious in humans. It's kind of strange how that That's happened. That's the thing. That's the thing. How are <laughs> they like, they, they were playing with this shit in the lab. They were playing yes. with it in the lab. I don't play with diseases in the lab, yet I'm the bad guy. I've never once played with a disease in the lab and been like, I'm going to make this worse. 
and I'm gonna like maybe let it go, you know? Like, um. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, how do we get this to only infect human beings? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start working with it a little bit more. Yeah, it's that's it, the craziest thing. And remember, last year we couldn't even say that without getting yep. kicked off everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, like and now it's like, oh yeah, maybe it could have been. And now it's kind of okay. And like the yeah. Brett Wine, I'm glad like Brett Weinstein and all them are like at least talking about it. And like, especially like Joe Rogan, at least they're like letting people talk about it because it's so, but that's, it's so weird. I don't understand society because I've always liked talking about things that are maybe a little off or a little bit different. And now everyone's yeah. like, no, you can't say anything I, I disagree with, you know? And it's like, well, what fun are you? You suck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can have friendly disagreements over stuff, and like all the characters that you just named, you know, Brett Weinstein, uh, Joe Rogan, and all them, I have huge disagreements with. Uh, I still find them, you know, entertaining. Uh, Brett Weinstein is informative. I mean, I'm, I'm learning something from him. I, I think some of his prescriptions are a little stupid, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't think everyone ever would agree with everything I say, you know, or like, I'm sure you don't feel like I know it no one would ever like agree with everything I say, but if someone's saying something and then when Brett went and brought up the whole, like, will the government suppress these other things so that they could create kind of their own where they could actually make money off of yeah. it. Then it's like, I believe that. Like I, I completely believe that a hundred percent. Like, ugh, humans yeah. are dumb, man. Why am I? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as I've, I've often said, you know, it's just humans, if you get them into a group, they're going to act like a group of humans, which is usually, you know, just take whatever the lowest common denominator IQ points, and that's what they all act like. But I mean, I could talk to an individual all day long, and it's like, oh, yeah, that guy's pretty smart. And then it's like, get him in a group of somebody, and it's all like, hey, guys, hold my beer, watch this. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Once you start getting like too, too much like that, because I'm, that's why I always believe like the anarchist belief is like legitimate and individual is legitimate because it's like, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but like, <laughs> it just makes sense because when you talk to people as individuals, even if you disagree with some of the shit they say, you're like, but I still like you. And I agree with yeah. like, like Jordan Peterson's the big one. Like there's some shit I agree with that man on hundred percent other stuff. No way. Never. Like, <laughs> I will never agree with that, you know? But, like, when yeah. I was on Facebook, that's part of what, like, it didn't, like, red pill me last year, but. And it's kind of hard to hate a guy who sounds like Kermit the Frog. So No, he's so precious. Like, <laughs> and he just wants people to, like, be su be successful as humans. Like, that one interview after the, the new the people, like, oh, he got, he was addicted to drugs, blah, blah. And he was, like. I, I went up, people would come up and talk to me on the street and tell me just like, thank you. And he started crying. Thank you for the like encouragement. And he was just crying. And I'm like, yeah, yes, I get that. I get that. But it was, that was one thing that got me really off when I noticed being off Facebook was I remember seeing like, even on Anarchist Liberty Facebook, I would see all this negative stuff about Jordan Peterson. I never really read him or anything. And then after yeah. the fact, he did. And I'm like, why are these people hate this dude so much? He's just like, hey, take responsibility. Like, what's so yeah. bad about that? Well, his his uh, his whole claim to fame was not uh, using the uh, the pronouns in the, in his class. Which and it was like, 
yeah. So, I mean, he was like, no, I, I know where this goes. You know, you start throttling people's speech, and the next thing you know, we're wearing jack boots and turning people into the Gestapo. He goes, no, I'm not going to say whatever you want me to say, you know, and especially if it doesn't make any sense. So that, that was the reason why people hate him. They actually haven't read any of his books. And it's like anything else the Loser Brigade does. You know, they'll get after, you know, Dave Smith and uh, Tom Woods and, and and all the rest of the guys. And it's like, you haven't been listening. You, you're creating all of these straw men out of nothing. And every time that we torch that straw man to the ground, you come back with another one. And uh, it's, it's like, at, at some point, guys, I'm just not going to pay any attention to you because at the end of the day, you're, you're nobody. You have done nothing to forward any of this. That's not a good social skill to be like, oh, that person said something I disagree with. Not only am I going to like not listen to anything they say, I'm going to try and trash them to all my friends to make sure all my friends don't like them. And like, that's such a shitty way to be, in my opinion. Like, that's like yeah. the seventh grade girl. Like, oh, you can't talk to her because I don't like her. Like, that's literally what it is. It's the same exact mentality, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's oh, on Wednesdays you wear pink because you're mean girls. Is that yeah, is that what exactly. we're doing here? Yeah, <laughs> it's totally mean girls and like the burn book is fun. It's like, ugh, I don't. I don't get that people like there are so many people I don't agree with on everything. And yet I still can respect them and respect things they say. And I'm not going to go, Oh, Oh, Jordan Peterson brought up enforced monogamy. So you can't listen to anything he says and you can't believe in anything. Like I would never do that. It's just something I disagree with. And, but he has no bearing over my life. So what does it matter? Yeah. But everything else he says, I like, or some other thing, like the clean your roof thing is so like real and basic. That's, that's and basic good. level human being crap. <laughs> I feel like when you look at successful people who are like, they've taken that kind of responsibility in their life. So when he says that kind of stuff, you're like, I get yeah. it. I get exactly and, what he means. And guess what? He doesn't actually mean go clean your room. What he's meaning is get your thoughts organized. Yeah. That, that's that whole thing. It's a simple thing that you can like do. Yeah. Because that's the environment you have control over. And that, and like you see people watching him and who are like getting it and you see people compliment him and thank him. And you're like, okay, like obviously he's not a hor horrible, terrible person. If people are thanking him, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I mean that's uh, he's 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 done a lot to touch uh, everybody's lives. Uh, his daughter Michaela is another one who's uh, gone out there. Tonight. I was watching her before we hopped on. Yeah, I mean she's another one who's who's been helping people too, and you know it's it's like it's amazing to me how somebody can look at what they do and then it's like oh I hate these people. It's like what? Why? And then when they tell you why, it's always some straw man that somebody else told them, and they're just repeating it. Exactly. Exactly. That's my friend from high school because I posted something about um, I had God Sod's book, The Mimetic Virus. And yeah. I posted it on the Instagram and, and it has like a quote from Jordan. Or it says like Jordan Peterson loves his book or whatever at the top. And that was yeah. right away. This one guy said something, which A, was an example of the mimetic virus because he instantly had to say something. And then like, yeah, exactly. And then he's like, well, look at this YouTube of some other guy talking about how Jordan Peterson is what, and I'm like, explain to me with your words, what, and anyways, so yeah, yeah, it's just obvious sometimes how people are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. And I'll, I'll be talking to some friends and it was like, well, they're just parroting the narrative. And I was like, no, 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 don't insult parrots. 
Because when parrots say words, they there's actually intelligence behind that. Because they know if they say Polly wants a cracker, Polly's getting a cracker afterwards. I was like, no, they're minor birds. Minor birds will just mimic what's in the environment, and there's nothing going on in their little bird brain. So they're minor birds, not parrots. <laughs> well, and it's like it doesn't have that thing behind it where it's like I'm trying to get you to not like this person or to not like right. you know where, where parrots are like, yeah, man, I'll talk. That's cool. <laughs> And it's really great when you teach them cuss words and you never expect, you know, walking into the room. Fuck you, asshole. They're so cool. I wish I had a parrot. I had a I had a, a cockatiel that actually could talk pretty good because it got raised from an egg as a human, like with humans. And it would say like, pretty bird. And it was just a cockatiel. I'm like, these motherfuckers yeah. are so smart. Yeah, the the, uh, the most intelligent bird is also kind of the scariest. And that's a raven because ravens can talk and they use tools. The, and they're like ravens and crows will do like they have um, group justice too. Like yes. it's like an owl. I remember I read a story about an owl had like wronged a raven, and the raven killed it, and mm -hmm. then they took a feather. They took feathers from it and like put it all over this like ravine, this canyon. It was crazy. Like <laughs> it was wild. They're wild. They're how smart they are. I, I love the corvids. They're so smart. Yeah, Masha coming in here, loving the bird facts. So <laughs> we're we're hitting her brand especially. <laughs> I can talk. I can talk birds. I've had the. I, there was one point in my life where I was kind of one of those a little bit hoarder animal hoarders, but I wasn't. But it like could have looked like it. It could have gotten bit. bad really quickly. <laughs> yeah, it can get bad quick, man. And then once Craigslist came along, I was like, oh lord. But I had like ten birds at one time, but nothing bigger than a cockatiel. But they're cool. Yeah, we, the little ones are cool. Yeah, I, I had a couple of parakeets uh, growing up, and uh, those two poor birds. My parents smoked in in the house, and I think that's probably what killed them. <laughs> but yeah, every now and then we'd let them out of the cage. They go flying around. Sometimes they'd uh, you know land on the shoulder, and they would just kind of sit there for a little bit. And then when they were tired, they flew back into the cage. But yeah, the parents smoked in the house. I think that's pretty much what done them in. <laughs> yeah, that secondhand smoke's probably not great for the little. For the little guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to watch like the greatest piece of unintentional comedy, there's a guy on YouTube and he was talking about uh, owning a raven, and he was like, "Oh, and you think you want to own a raven as a pet? Yeah, yeah. Look at this fucking steak knife that's sticking out the front of its fucking face. No, you don't want a raven as a pet." <laughs> and then he like held up his hand and it was all bandaged. And I was like, "Holy shit." <laughs> Even like the big parrots, like I remember I watched one like grab my finger one time and I'm like, he could have probably broke it. Like if he really <laughs> tried, but like, oh, yeah, he didn't yeah, yeah. just little dinosaurs. That's it. So. They're so cool. They are so cool. We love, I love birdies, Masha. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're the greatest things ever. That's uh, it's, it's really fun to watch them uh, problem solve. And they, you can definitely tell they're, they're, a lot of them have intelligence and everything. And they're just like, and then you just look over at some poor slub and he was like, oh, you, you just exist. <laughs> That's true. Even like chickens and turkey, like some turkeys and chickens can be super sweet and like loving, you know, like I remember my neighbor had a turkey and it would like rub up against you. And it's just they crazy. have a dark side. <laughs> they do. They do. Gooses. Gooses are the bad. Gooses and swans. Oh. Those are the bad ones, oh. man. Yeah, fucking geese. Fuck them. <laughs> Like geese, like geese, yeah, like 
they'll yeah, my, bite you and oh man at my old job uh i was up on the third floor and it kind of looked out over the road and there was geese all over the place because we had ponds in the front of the building and uh so mama goose is leading the little goslings across the road and this work truck comes pulling up and he has to stop waiting for the geese to cross the road. Well, at one point they just decide they're going to stay in the middle of the road. The guy gets out of the truck and I am watching this. I was like, Oh, don't do that, dude. Don't do that. And he's like trying to, you know, do the shoe shoe motion. And as soon as he got anywhere close to mama, here comes Papa geese. Come yeah. flying at his head, biting him and everything else. And he's like falling over trying to get back into the truck. It was the greatest thing ever. I about, about fell out of my chair laughing. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that guy did that. I mean, they're they're good sized creatures. Like they I've had gooses grab onto my like thigh before. Like they'll get you, man. They're <laughs> can't believe they don't know what's going on, you know. Like I'm kind of like that too. People come at me, I'm gonna be like, you know, but <laughs> Yeah, so the next time someone gets close to a goose, and I don't recommend you do this, uh, look inside their mouths. Their tongue actually has teeth on it, so. They're weird. They're di they are literal dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, this is crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> well, I think that's a pretty good place to uh, drop it off at. Uh, Forest Mommy, go ahead and drop all your plugs. All I have is Twitter Forest Mommy, and then I do have a YouTube Forest Mommy, which I don't do much on yet, but I would like to at some point. So that's all. Oh, oh, okay. So everyone needs to spam her uh, Twitter account. Get on YouTube. Get on YouTube. And then get on Odyssey. Please get on Forest Odyssey. So. Oh, yeah. I know I should get on more stuff, but like I said, I'm really bad at technology nowadays. So, <laughs> so that's like the youngest boomer ever. I am. I am. <laughs> I am a boomer. Like I am a boomer at heart now. I hated boomers for the last 20 years because I was on my own young and I, t I totally get where all this leftist crap comes from because I've lived it, but you can't be like that. And now I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking boomer. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'll just remember, it's not an age group. It's just a mindset. That's it. <laughs> Everyone has their boomer moments. It used to be blonde moments, but now it's boomer moments. <laughs> I mean, I'll still do blonde moments because I am. And there's yes, always room at the bar for a blonde. Let's face it. That's true. That's true. See, see, now Forest Mommy has touched on my kryptonite. I am a sucker for the blondes. So. Who doesn't have a blonde? Who does it? Just <laughs> All right, Forest Mommy. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, having fun. Uh, glad you could play along. And we'll we'll let uh, Sister Mary Margaret go back to her uh, cell and uh, and pray and everything else. So. <laughs> Thank you all for being blessed children of mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you later. All right, guys. Again, don't have to go very far. If you look down below in the show notes, you're going to have the, uh, the link to her uh, Twitter on there. I guess I'll have to throw in her uh, YouTube link as well. And uh, also check down there below because uh, if you want to save money on some coffee, I got some delicious coffee from Lorenzotti.coffee. Put in my promo code RWAC at checkout and save yourself 10%. Any order over 15 bucks, automatic free shipping. And uh, if you guys want to uh, ask me a question or anything like that, uh, you can post them here in the comments. I'll try to answer them. Uh, or you can just send an email on over to Rebel with a Cause podcast at protonmail.com. And uh, on the anchor uh, for the audio stream, I do have a voicemail system. So if you want to leave a fun little voicemail, you can do that too. So anyways, guys, thanks for uh, coming in. And uh, we will catch you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out. <laughs>